Welcome back. You're listening to Appy Pie's podcast, Grow With No Code. I'm your host, Dami, and today we're revisiting the world of retail. If you're new here, we discuss e-commerce trends, digital news, cryptocurrency, marketing, and more. Tune in to find out how you can maximize every sales opportunity and provide the best possible support and service for your customers. Now, onto all things retail. So we know that brick and mortar stores have suffered from being shuttered during the pandemic, but years on, the situation has changed. With complicated factors like inflation and supply chain delays coming into play, retail faces new challenges. In our first episode, we discussed the death of traditional retail. We concluded that retail didn't actually die, but in fact transformed. In the wake of the pandemic, shoppers moved online to spend their money. With the high street reopened, are we seeing the return of retail? With the innovation of click and collect only stores and the focus on improving logistics in the wake of the current challenges, it's a good time to analyze its current status. So first, some highlights. The National Retail Federation expects retail sales to grow from 6 to 8% this year, far outpacing the 10-year pre-pandemic growth of 3.7%. Retail sales in February rose just 0.3% on a seasonally adjusted basis, and non-store spending, which is largely made up of e-commerce sales, fell by 3.2% per the US Commerce Department's monthly report. U.S. customers spent $1.7 trillion online over the course of two years of the pandemic, from March through to February 2022. Rising prices caused consumers to spend $32 billion more for the same amount of goods over that period. Commerce Next, a marketing and e-commerce collective where industry giants, thought leaders and marketers in the retail and direct-to-consumer brands industry meet to share strategies and insights about the latest trends in the space recently conducted a survey of 118 digital marketing e-commerce executives in partnership with ComEx. The survey found that developing more meaningful customer relationships through loyalty programs is a top priority for brands. 52% of respondents are planning to launch or expand their current loyalty programs in 2022. Leaning into customers with loyalty was more important than investing in technology such as crypto payments and AR and VR, the study found. According to Scott Silverman, the co-founder of Commerce Next, paid social will remain the top acquisition channel in 2022, but its high costs have retailers looking for models that will generate higher return on interest. Brands are looking to endear their customers to them and are prioritizing loyalty, experience and personalization, and will see retailers focusing their money and marketing efforts on either launching or expanding their loyalty programs to build better and more enduring brands. Ike Borachow, Managing Director of Wells Fargo Security, suggests that retail sentiment has soured and that retail companies have overestimated their future earnings. He also states that it's hard to forecast demand for discretionary items in retail and suggests that the increased gas prices will inevitably affect retail footfall. Got a business idea? Do you want to provide a transport service, facilitate deliveries, showcase your products or take bookings? Build an app for your business with App with AppyPie's App Maker. With our innovative user interface and our easy to use drag and drop tool, you can design and launch your app in minutes. How can you maximize your opportunities in e-commerce? Well, according to NetRush's Joyce McDonald, head of growth marketing, your top three priorities should be getting your foundation right, knowing your customer and understanding the customer life cycle. 
Here's what you need to know. Here are the trends for 2022. Number one, commercetainment. E-commerce platforms will have to compete for screen time with streaming services like YouTube and other social media platforms. Apps with infinite scroll features like TikTok have provided users with the thrill of swiping through engaging video. Livestream shopping events have also shown that there is a market for discovery and that brands definitely have a role to play in it. Number two, and I'm sure you've heard about this one a lot, supply chain issues. The delays in the supply chain are felt across the world. Retailers are facing reduced earnings before interest, tax and depreciation. With some factories shutting down due to geopolitical and health risks, manufacturing labour violations, ocean freights have increased in price, and the addition of re-commerce causing added pressure at the distribution centres. Retailers are definitely feeling the pinch. Adding to that, the often complicated logistics of last mile deliveries. The global supply chain may never be the same. Companies are having to rethink their shipping strategies, where they manufacture their products. Can they move the labour and manufacturing back inshore? While it sounds like a simple enough solution, it's a complicated problem. Companies would need to invest a lot more in their operations just to move, including higher labour costs and adhering to stricter regulations, which will inevitably eat into their profit margins. Number three, social selling. The average person spends around 2.5 hours on social media every day a metric that is very, very attractive to brands. Not only does social selling provide targeting to reach your target market, it also increases the likelihood of purchase. 55% of consumers who participate in m-commerce have made a purchase after seeing a product on social media. User-generated content will bring a dose of reality to advertising and awareness. Magazine quality sheen will be replaced with homemade and on the street. Number four. Buy now, pay later versus credit cards. Instead of increasing their credit card debt and interest fees, customers are turning to buy now, pay later services. Never known for patience, this trend is particularly true of millennials and Gen Z buyers looking to keep up with their peers. Holiday shopping has proved this point with 8% of orders processed using buy now, pay later. But as these services have started to report to credit agencies, it remains to be seen if this trend will continue and what effect this might have. And finally, number five, omni-channel targeting. Making the most of every possible customer interaction to make a difference and help increase conversions. Retailers now favor using omni-channel marketing approaches to target their customers according to McKinsey. 60 to 70% of consumers are now shopping in an omni-channel way. The importance of mixing physical and digital matters so much that the National Retail Federation suggests adding digital retail to the English language. Founder of Trent & Company, a marketing communications agency, Nancy Trent shares the meaning and the importance of digital. Depending on your disposition, digital retail can sound like a disorder or a wellness cure. In reality, it's the best of both physical and digital shopping experiences rolled into one. When done, or at least styled properly, the two fuel each other and enhance the retail experience and increase sales. The Omnichannel Retail Index, launched in 2015, consists of categories like the online experience, marketing, in-store experiences, and fulfillment. Through detailed and extensive mystery shopping by Fit for Commerce consultants, the index examines how 100 retailers, 20 of which are online only, perform against 250 or more criteria across the web, mobile, and in-store. This year, new features and functions have reached a 95% adoption rate among retailers and brands in the index this year. The new best practices are, using auto-suggest to anticipate customers' needs when typing in the search box, 
offering filtered searching and the ability to select multiple attributes, showcasing multiple product images on the product detail page, and if there are any multiple colors, showing the color swatches as well. Additional merchandising on the product detail page, such as may we suggest, you may also like, and customers also viewed. The ability to save products in the cart for the next visit, and lastly, maintaining customers' addresses on their own online account. Finally, to wrap up, here are some more e-commerce highlights. According to payments.com, Amazon's share of the US e-commerce sales hit an all-time high of 56.7% in 2021. In fact, these new findings defy the logic that it says it gets harder to grow a large business, having doubled its share of the domestic retail piece from 567 in 2021 to 28.1 in 2014. Intertext continues to digitally transform and expects 30% of its revenue to come from online sales in 2024, continuing a transition to a more e-commerce heavy business that started during the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. eBay ventures further into re-commerce with their continued efforts into promoting refurbished goods and their favorable customer support and money back guarantees. eBay CEO Jamie Iannone says Gen Z's are really key for pushing the growth in e-commerce. Their engagement with marketing campaigns on social media and their love for creating their own content about products they see and hear about have added to the reach of active campaigns. Speaking to Bloomberg Tech's Emily Chang, Mr. Iannone also talks about eBay's recent foray into the luxury goods market, spanning from trainers and handbags to luxury watches and more. With dedicated authenticators, eBay hopes to become a hub for luxury re-commerce. Thanks for listening to Grow No Code. Did any of the trends surprise you? Tune in next time to hear more about the world of e-commerce.